Yeah. Uh. Text Ritter on the beat. Yo, my darling. Forsake me, oh my god. If this shit, if you don't think this shit slaps, I don't like you, you know? If you don't think this is the greatest song. Mm. Mm. I wish somebody would, uh, like a rapper would take this beat. song of all time and could you imagine just little wayne gets on the beat <laughs> excuse me i got my six shooters everybody's coming at me i don't i don't i'm not a rapper but you could imagine you could you could fill in the blanks there you know what i mean you could do it you could have a you know an actual professional hey welcome to million movie men and uh Sounds quiet, don't it? It's weird. It's like it sounds like it's one person in a room by himself. Well, that's funny story. Uh, it is. It's just me this episode. Uh, I'll be talking about high noon. Uh, Chad, uh, he, you know, listen. This is tough to talk about, but he got ripped apart in a gangbang orgy. Uh, Seventeen women just scattered his body. Ever just ripped him to shreds. You know, he's too, yeah, he was too good at sex. That's why. And I told him, I was like, dude, that's, mm. So hopefully he gets put back together. Uh, he's going overseas to see the same doctor Peyton Manning used for his neck. So I think he, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be able to put him back together. You know what I mean? But uh, until then, yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll chill. It's just, uh, just Cody Stevens and whoever's listening. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to talk about High Noon. And, uh, yeah, really love the fucking theme song. Dude, like, that song, I was already in. Like, I was like, I didn't understand, kind of, I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Take me, oh, my darling. Alright, yeah, this podcast today could just be me playing that song. I've just been listening to it on repeat. It's so good. It's so good. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, let's 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 just get into this, okay? Because we are th- we're doing a western, and uh, I love re- I love westerns, okay? I think when done correctly, you know, you can do like the, the man. What was the last good western actually that came out? They don't make them much anymore. Um, I know they try to do like a Chris Pratt is the Magnificent Seven. You know what would have made that movie better if Chris Pratt played every character? You know what I mean? <laughs> Just Chris Pratt in brown face, Chris Pratt in black face. Just let Chris Pratt and Scarlett Johansson, just let, it should have been Chris Pratt and Scarlett Johansson, that's it. Just playing every character. 
Um, that's funny because we talked about Chris Pratt in the last episode. Uh, yeah, they tried to remake The Magnificent Seven. I, ne- I didn't watch it. I've, people, you know. Here's the thing. You're not going to like it. You're not really going to disappoint like old school, like, you know, like 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 my dad. My dad loves westerns. He watched The Magnificent Seven and told me all about it because he's very bad about that. Uh, my dad, if he sees a movie before I do, I know he's going to spoil it for me. He, like how he does that every time. He's like, oh, you didn't watch that yet? Oh, you need to watch that. At the end, like, everyone dies. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> he does that to me every single time with a movie. Um, yeah, so he watched The Magnificent Seven. He liked it. He enjoyed it. I don't think you can disappoint, like, the dads, you know? Like, dads love westerns. And I think I'm turning into my dad. Because, like, after I watched High Noon, I just started watching, like, old school fucking westerns all day, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I watched all the Bat Masterson's movies, uh, the Tombstone again. I wanted to watch black and white westerns after this because I was like, I want old school. You know what I mean? Watched the, the Steve McQueen uh, Wanted, Dead or Alive series. I was watching some of that, uh, which is great. Steve McQueen, man. You know, I didn't know. Here's the thing. I. I should not have, uh, so I started watching it, and I was like, man, Steve McQueen, he was, you know, I've, I've seen, if not all of his movies, at least the majority of them. I never seen the show, the the, the Western, Wanted Dead or Alive. It's good. It's 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 pretty good. But I did not know that asbestos, <laughs> asbestos killed uh, Steve McQueen. If you did not know that, it's, that sucks. So Warren Zevon and, and, uh, Steve McQueen, they both, yeah, they both died from asbestos, just not, which sucks because my house is from like 19, the 1900s, so I guarantee you at least 90% of my house is probably asbestos, so that's really scary, actually, (laughs) saying that out loud, I'm actually terrified to even be here right now, this is, actually, I'm very scared, I think I should leave. I think I'm going to leave right now. You know what, guys? This is the end of this podcast. I'm going to go to a doctor. I No, I just, like, Googled Steve McQueen. I was like, man, how old was he when he died? Because, you know, I thought hey, he did a lot. He was only 50. He was 50 years old. And, man, he went to, like, Mexico. He, like, died in, in, in like, Mexico getting, like, a, like a procedure that wasn't going to work. Like, doctors were like, no, your heart can't take it. And they were right. It's just crazy because like a bunch of those, you know, like a, like a bunch of the old school actors, when you look up their deaths, it's just always like, well, he did smoke uh, 90 packs of cigarettes a day. So eventually the lung cancer, tragically, lung cancer struck his... <laughs> yeah, oh no, uh, he would not do a take without at least smoking a pack of cigarettes uh, during the take. So... We sometimes do upwards of uh, 28, 29 takes. <laughs> it's tragic, stuff like that, man. Or like, like all the heroes. That's a, that's a, that's, when you think of like a manly man, Steve McQueen is on the list, in my opinion. So it sucks that like asbestos got him. You know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't, uh, Hopefully don't get me. Now I'm I'm legitimately paranoid right now, guys. This is not a... <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just make a joke about it. And then I'm like, fuck. I just realized... I mean... 
Yeah. Back then. Isn't it funny? Like, back then, they were just like, oh, yeah, no, asbestos is fine. You fucking eat it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's, what? I don't know. What were we talking about? No. This film, we're talking about High Noon. Yeah, so I, you know, watching old westerns and, and, and watching... i never seen this movie. Never never seen this movie. Um, actually, until I seen the list, never even heard of it. How fucking crazy is that? This is like... This is a perfect film. Like 110%. This is a perfect film. Um, it's... I mean, and the real time... Like, it being, like, in real time is absolutely incredible. And it works so well for a Western because there's so many, like, downbeats in Western. Because there's, you know... And it's kind of... And it's cool because, like, aesthetically, everything looks great. You know what I mean? Uh, when you have, like, a good set, like, a good Western set, you want to, like, show showcase that off. And this movie does that perfectly because it's just, you know, he's got to walk over here, he's got to walk over there... And, yeah, this being real time is insane. Like, more Westerns should be real time. Just, and it's an easy watch. It's a, you know, uh, what, 80 minutes, something like that. It's like an hour and 25 minutes. But it, like, it, it you know, two minutes of that is, uh, listen to this fantastic song by Tex Ritter. It's gonna be his such a good song. I fucked to that song now. That's my baby making song. I turn that on. My wife's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I gotta tell you, my wife is a, a rapper about to record a track. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, no, it's. Man, it's it's an incredible film, and Grace Kelly. Man, this is like one of her early roles too. She's twenty one. Uh, uh, Cooper, who plays Will Kane, um, is Gary Cooper is uh, Will Kane. He's fifty, and there's nothing weird about that. <laughs> I don't care. There's nothing weird about it, and uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. No. You know, it, there really isn't, because I mean, I mean, back in the, especially like back in like the the forties and fifties, men were just like older men. They just had this swagger about them. You know what I mean? Like you you, you sense that in in, in uh, Cooper's, you know, just demeanor. Like he's the strong, silent type. He's just like you know what I mean. So I could get like women are especially women who have like daddy issues. They're gonna they're definitely gonna fuck people like John Wayne and and Cooper and uh, McQueen and stuff like that. Cause it's cause like they're men. They were like, mm, this was this was definitely man. I, I by the way, the, what I really enjoyed about this film too is uh, Grace Kelly. She. She's like a. I mean, she's pretty integral part of the uh, of the movie, of course. I mean, listen to the song. Text tells you the entire movie, actually. Um, but no, she, she she's not like a she's not a victim. You know, she understands. <clears throat> she understands that like he's got to do this because he started this fight. You know, and and, and he's all about justice. He's got to finish this. It's something he has to do. It's not even. It's not even like men being men. Got to shoot each other. 
Well, maybe it is a little bit because it's fucking awesome. But um, she understands it. Like he's got to do this to for himself. He's got to, and he still is like you can t- like my my thing about this movie too is like how much he loves the town. So he's like, I want to make sure that y'all are safe. It's crazy. Um, I was wondering, like you know, John Lane would have been great in this too. Don't get me wrong. I can Gary Cooper killed it, but um. I was like, man, John Wayne would have been great. And I looked up, and he was offered the role, and he did like an interview saying that it was very un-American, which is just weird. There's, he's like, no, nah, you could tell me. John Wayne's like, ah, oh, you're gonna tell me, Pilgrim. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. We're still doing the same impersonation of John Wayne. Hey there, Pilgrim. John Wayne was like, this is un-American. You mean to tell me? He couldn't get anyone to help him. A, a whole town wouldn't help him. And it's like, the movie sets that up perfectly. Like, it explains, like, okay, he's got, like, old friends that are like, I would just die. Like, I'm, I'm not, this, you know, I'm not quick on the draw anymore. I, you know, and then he's got, like, a the little bit of a love triangle, a little bit, not much, with the Helen uh, character that, that runs the, the store that, uh, that Will Kane used to have, like his ex-love interest. And uh, so his deputy is like sleeping with her and he's kind of like jealous because he's not the man that uh, Kane is. And, oh, which is played by Lloyd Bridges. Is there a man in history that aged better than Lloyd Bridges? Because the man looked great all the way up to his death. He lived to be like 90 and maybe like in his late 80s, I think, or something like that which is Jeff Bridges' father, which is also crazy because he looks... You can definitely see a resemblance, especially in this film. Uh, but, man, yeah, he looks... He, he looked great throughout his whole entire career. I mean, the, the the man aged gracefully. But, yeah, so he's like a little dickhead. He's the deputy. He's like, me. We both slept with the same woman. <laughs> you know, it's a dick measuring contest. It's, it's the most manly film. That's what I like about it. It's very manly. Um, so he won't help them. They have that fight around, uh, live animals, like a live horses. <laughs> that is something you look back, like, especially, you know, during the shootout when they start burning him out of the barn and stuff, like with the horses and he has to let the horses go. It's like, yeah, no, those horses were just, they were in danger. <laughs> they were a hundred percent in danger. They were, they're like, yeah, no, we've lost seven horses. We've got a dollar back guys. We only got 12 left. <laughs> God damn it, there's another horse on fire over here, Bobby. What? Put him out. No, it's fine. We'll put a wig on him. We're running out of horses to kill. I love that back then that was just an option. They're like, no, we'll just get a live animal and fuck it, just kill it. And if not, then cool, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that, but uh, yeah, so, he, so he's trying to rally the town. To be like, I need help. I need help fighting these guys. And what's crazy is like, you know, the, the I think the best one that sums it up. Because look, I'm, I don't think I'm a coward, but I don't know if I would have helped. I, I would like to think I would. Like we all like to think we would. I think I'd like to get a rifle. I mean, po- you know, poached up on a ledge somewhere. Because there's only four of them. 
if there is like like a glaring problem with this film is that there wasn't you know his posse was just three guys and then him so it was frank and then like three guys <laughs> so it's like yeah this is not like really a problem if everybody kind of which kane makes it he's like i can't just arrest them for nothing so it's like yeah uh, so, yeah, so it, that is one of those things where it's like, yeah, if, if he had, like, just, like, five people to help him, he probably would have been fine. He probably could have just, yeah, yeah. but but you want to, that's the thing, though. This is a Western. This is a movie. You know, I it, they, they do their best to make sure the town is like, no, this is your job. You're not even sheriff anymore, which is cool, too, because he's not really sheriff, because, I mean, he's you know, he's supposed to leave town with his beautiful bride. Beautiful young bride. Beautiful child bride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's not. She's not a child. She's 21. She's an adult. You know, he just happens to be 29 years older than her. Nothing weird about that. Uh, oh, no, we were talking about John Wayne. He's like, it's un-American. Nobody would help and stuff. But I think, I don't know. I think he's wrong about that. I think he's wrong about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think John Wayne is definitely wrong about a lot of shit that he said. But uh, he's definitely wrong about this movie because they, they, they do put in the work and, and make it believable that this town's like, look, we are civilized. You know, this is, what was it? Eight, it was 1898. So it was like on the cusp of everything, kind of, you know, the, the Old West was on its way out and people were like we want to just live in a community without fucking outlaws and you know putting bounties and shit um and so yeah it's believable that nobody wanted to help him you know and yeah the fight the fight scene with him and lloyd bridges i was i was concerned a little because he's not well that's what the, at first i was like oh man i wish he have just whooped bridges ass like i like why is he not just but that's the thing Back then, you know, there wasn't it wasn't about fighting. It was, it was about fucking drawing your gun. It was about shooting. It was America. You know what I mean? <laughs> there wasn't no jujitsu back then, dude. <laughs> Are you gonna you gonna put me in a fucking rear naked chokehold, dude? I'm gonna shoot your fucking balls off. Your balls are gonna be in your throat, bro. That's what this movie is a that's what this movie is. It's like, nah, we're gonna settle this with guns. We're gonna do this the old fashioned way. I do a really good impersonation of a gun going off. Um So yeah, so right off the bat, let's let's uh let's let's back up a little bit because I wanna talk about Right, you know, right off the bat, you hear this amazing song. You see them; they're like all getting together. They're they're getting their posse together, and then they, uh, Kane and, and Grace Kelly, uh, they're getting married. And I was like, man, this is such a good. Like, I love the idea of being like, what do you do? You know, do you run or do you stand your ground? And I love the fact that she was just gonna leave. Like, the train was taken, and, you know, it all happens in real time, so, like, Grace Kelly's, like, just literally waiting for this train for an hour, you know? <laughs> well, like, 50 minutes or whatever. 
so she's just in town and it's like she starts to get worried and then you know helen's like if he was my man i would help him but he's not my man so i'm not not helping him uh by the way helen ramirez who was played i don't know who she was played by again research oh research no research um she has dead eyes <laughs> she has a terrifying look on her face at all times she is terrifying in this movie just the and the way she talks and no man will lay his hand on me unless i let him like he she's awesome she's awesome in this movie but her eyes she's just like dead eyes dude this is awesome um my my one of my favorite scenes in the movie uh is the church scene i like when he goes to the church he's like now damn it there's i need help and uh the they do the old school you don't understand anything anybody's saying i love those scenes man that's i love that that's uh, the woman says it best, so she gets up, she's like, what, are we all cowards? What, because we want to be civilized? What, we still, we have to, like, be cowards now? I love how that changed no one's mind at all. Nobody was like, oh, yeah, no, you're right, I'll help. <laughs> Everybody was like, but, like, they, but, like, they have guns. <laughs> it was on the cusp of everybody becoming a pussy. That's where we're at now, I think. <laughs> And that's fine. I mean, you know, it's it's it says a lot whenever your people are comfortable enough to be pussies in this in in your country because that means that means they feel safe, which is good. You want to feel safe. I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying that like it's it's wrong. I'm just saying like. We've we've gotten a little soft, and man, now I'm gonna. I'm telling you, I'm turning into my dad. I'm gonna go on like you back in my day, <laughs> which back in my day, I, I never want to. I've never, I've never punched anybody before. I've been punched in the face several times. I've been beat up. Um, I've been kicked on the ground. I was one time. I was uh, is at recess in elementary school. I was getting beat up so bad. I was up against a chain link fence. And I was holding on to it for dear life as this guy was just kicking my ass, figuratively and literally, because I was had my back turned to him. And, um, I mean, like, I didn't know what to do. I, mean, I was on the ground. I was scared. I, I literally, the first thing, honestly, the first thing that came through my mind was, like, I should shit myself. Maybe he was stopped. I swear to God, I was like, hey, if I shit myself, and he smacked, he's like, what the fuck is this? Maybe he would be so concerned with an overwhelming smell of shit. Um, and if that didn't help, I was like, I'll just, I'll slang it at him like a goddamn monkey. You know what I mean? I will put my hands down my pants. <laughs> Which I should, probably should have did that. No one would have ever fucked with me again. You know what I mean? I definitely would have never got a girlfriend. You know, go up to a girl like, hey, what's up, girl? She's like, hey, didn't you smear shit all over Timothy? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what's good, girl? <laughs> you know I'm, I ain't about that bullshit, <laughs> but I'm about that real shit. What's up, girl? What's up, girl? I can shit on command. You know what I mean? It ain't no thing but a chicken wing, and I'm like toast intolerant. 
All I gotta do is drink a, drink a carton of milk and boom, it's instant. I shit on command. Snap of the finger. I was walking. I, if I would have did that, I could have walked through the halls of, of school like 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 a western. With my ass tight. Fastest shitter in the West. You don't want to fuck with him. He'll sling shit in your eye faster than you know what's going on. Damn it, think about it. Oh, man. Anyway, we were did the church scene, though. was awesome. I, I, uh, when the kids ran out and they were so happy, <laughs> I felt that. Because I remember, like, my parents didn't make me go to church a lot growing up. I mean, they're religious, but they're not like, they, we weren't, like, in church every Sunday. But sometimes I'd have to go with my mama and papa, and, and uh, I hated it. I hated it so much. I still hate it. Like, I, I it's so bad. I mean, be religious. I don't care. I mean, believe whatever you want to believe. Go to church if you want to. It's not for me. It's so boring. And you're like, oh, you think hell's going to be boring? And here's my answer to that. No. It's 100% not going to be boring. Okay? There's going to be shit going on. And think about the people I'm going to get to meet. Are you kidding me? There's going to be so many celebrities down there. Uh, I'll finally get to ask Woody Allen all my questions when I get there. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. I love that... I, I, I love Grace Kelly. She's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. She's a very, very gorgeous woman. Um... She looks like Little Debbie with the hat on. I hate the hat. The, oh, I'm so glad that when they took it off, I was like, thank God. She looks she look like Little Debbie. That's exactly what she looked <laughs> I had to get a Little Debbie in the middle of this movie. I was like, um, but she, So I, that's one of the things I, I was touching on earlier there is like, her character arc made sense. It was like, she was like, okay, I understand. This is stupid. I don't believe in it. She's a Quaker, so she's like a pacifist and stuff, which is cool. So for her to come back means that she really loves him. And she does not forsake him, oh my darling. And she comes back and she shoots one of them. But that freaks her out. That sucks that that freaks her out. Because she could have really just finished it right then and there. Because she could have like, bam, boom, boom. Literally, if he had one other person on his side. Like, they didn't... Like, the posse was just like, no, nah, we're going to go for him, Will Kane. It'll be fine. <laughs> what, you think he'll have other people on his side? <laughs> they must have knew he wasn't very convincing. That's the only thing. Which, and a lot of people were getting out of town. I mean, they only showed, like, the one the, the one guy that was like, you, you'd be smart to get out of town. But... If they, he'd had one person just, like, get... I mean, and they were very loud. Like, they didn't... He was... He didn't... They were about to meet right then, going around the corner. I was like, oh, shit. And then they bust a window to get a bonnet, I, I guess. I, I'm, I'm, I was kind of confused by that, actually. I should look up the Wikipedia see, like, what... He was like, I'm just uh, preparing for later. It's like, what? What? I, I, I didn't get that, but I'm glad... I mean... 
glad it happened because it gave uh, Kane time to be like, oh shit, here they come. They're coming this way and they're dumb as hell. How, how funny though would that be if, if he did have just like, like just two people helping him and they come around the corner and they just get shot dead. <laughs> that would be so, that would have, that's the movie. That's the whole movie. It takes place in real time, but it cuts off 20 minutes early. The thing, I, see, this, yeah, I love this movie. It's a perfect Western. Like I said, I think more Westerns should, I wish more Westerns could, could have did the real time or, or should have did the real time because it is, it is, it, it works so well in this format. And, and you know, it's, it's a great way to, to show, show off stuff. Um, but everybody works perfectly here. Um. Uh, I missed a, I missed something uh, talking about Grace Kelly's hat and how it made it made her look like little Debbie. Uh, I mean, she could still get that cream pie though. <laughs> that was the one thing that I wrote down. <laughs> I give this movie a ten out of ten. Um, I think it's yeah, it's one of the it's up there with like the the good, bad, the ugly. Uh, for a few dollars more, a fistful of dollars, stuff like that, for a few dollars more, whatever, all those good ones. True Grit. I love True Grit. I th controversial uh, take is I think that the uh, Jeff Bridges True Grit is uh, better than the original. Um, because, I mean, Jeff Bridges is incredible in it. Um, and because Haley Steinfeld, holy shit. She was young in that, too. Um, really young. She was so young that she could have married Gary Cooper in High Noon. That's how young she was. Uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, I, I, I think this is, like, I think this is my favorite Western, though. I think for sure this is my favorite Western. Because uh, I wanted to watch it again immediately. There's only, there's very few movies... We talked about this before, I think. There's very few movies where you're like, I want to watch it immediately after, like after watching it for the first time. I, Deadpool, when I first watched Deadpool, I really wanted to watch it again. Actually, I did watch it again. Not in theaters. I, I watched it illegally. Um, I watched like a, a really shitty rip of it. And I was like, I was just, that, that was a good movie. John Wick Chapter 2, I saw it in theaters two or three times. Yeah, there's very few movies where you want to watch it. You, you feel, you're like, wow, this was so good. It doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. And the ending, I, that's what I love about this movie probably the most. Because it's not a big, woo, bad guys are dead. We did it. That's the end of it. No, it's it's very it's he's pissed. He's like I had to just kill four people, three people by myself, and thank God my wife helped me. Who who's you know he's a fucking pacifist. So like thanks for everybody being little bitches. And then he just throws the fucking he throws the ten star down. He's like boom, and he gets on the horse and they ride her way into the sunset. I was like yes. Nothing. There's nothing else said or nothing else more 
to say they the town let him down the the town he protected the town he was like i'm gonna protect whether it's just me doing it or not it's so badass dude I want to watch more. I'm not, I mean, I'm not seeing a lot of like uh, Gary Cooper films. There's very few that I've actually seen. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch more of him. He's very. He played the role perfectly. I mean, he he played the you know just like I, he's done with it. He's like I need to settle down. I don't want to be a lawman no more. Uh, he did. He did it. He did the role justice. You know. Do I think John Wayne would have also killed it? Oh, you bet your ass that fucker would have knocked this out of the park. He, are you kidding me? Oh my God. I've seen a lot of John Wayne films. Here's the thing about John Wayne. There's one film I haven't seen and it's um, McClintock. I was watching a trailer for that, the McClintock. I don't know if you've seen it. It is bonkers. <laughs> It is crazy. Half the movie is just people falling down. <laughs> I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be like a comedy, like offbeat, like weird film. But I think I was watching the the producer's cut of it or something, the trailer for that. It is crazy. It is crazy. Watching John Wayne do comedy is, it's painful. It's very painful. It's like watching, you know, like Harrison Ford on Jimmy Fallon. It's just two things that don't go together at all. <laughs> like Harrison Ford being silly. Like now. It don't work. He's not silly. He's like an old grumpy bastard. He's uh, he's Clint Eastwood. You know, it's like watching Clint Eastwood on Jimmy Fallon, actually. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, it would be so cringy to watch him try to play, like, those stupid games. Watch uh, fucking Clint Eastwood on Jimmy Fallon with Ariana Grande. <laughs> but playing that sings, they're trying to sing the songs. Just in, <clears throat> grunting the whole time. <clears throat> Back in my day, I would have married you, girl. And you would have just been a housewife. <clears throat> I go it's like, oh no! And Jimmy Fallon's over there laughing his ass off. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, those old school, uh, those old like man, th th those old stars like that though. My, I remember my one, one of my mamas who um, she has passed away now. She was obsessed with Elvis Presley and John Wayne and Andy Griffin. The trifecta of just men who probably just crushed puss back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, for real. It, 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 she had a Elvis clock with his hand. Really cool Elvis clock, too. I always... I, I don't know what happened to it. I wanted it, but I, I don't know what happened to it. But it had him with his hands, you know, doing like his dance. His feet were... It was a fucking cool clock, dude. Um, I'll try to find that, actually. I'm going to try to find that. I'm going to buy an Elvis clock. I really, I really love, love that clock. But he, she, uh, she had a bird. My mom, my mom had a bird that could sing the Andy Griffin theme song. No. It was cool. It was cool, man. It's just funny because like those are the men, those are the men. They were Andy Griffin, John Wayne, uh, um, uh, Elvis Presley. They could crush 
and probably did. They probably fucked all of our grandmas, if you think about it. Or could have. Or at least made all of our grandmothers wet. I mean, I hate to be the one that points that out or say that, but that's what it is. <laughs> they're not liking them because they're good actors. or cause, No, they liked them because they're handsome and wanted to get fucked. <laughs> she wanted John Wayne to hey there, pilgrim, hop on this dick. Asians are... No, I'm just kidding. That's... <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Um, oh, and that's funny to me, too, that John... Speaking of John Wayne, when he was like, this film's un-American. Uh, it's like, shut up, Genghis Khan. Shut the fuck up, Genghis Khan. <laughs> Sometimes, Americanizing something's not a good idea. Genghis Khan? Oh, man. But no, I wish, I wish, there's a sequel to this movie that I'm going to watch. Uh, I think you could watch it probably for free on YouTube. It's The Return of Will Kane. It's High Noon 2. Um, obviously, Cooper's not in it because he died like 10 years after this film came out. He was 50, he died at like 60. And this one, this one's like in the 90s or maybe or, or late 80s or something. It's written by um, Elmore Leonard, the guy who wrote like Get Shorty and, and a bunch of other books like get uh, out of sight oh out of sight's a fantastic movie with george clooney and uh, jennifer lopez if you haven't watched that that's a fantastic movie um but it's written by him and i was like oh that sounds awesome dude it's got like uh oh wait who is the main star of that i forget i i seen it on there and i was and for one i was kind of i was like oh okay so if they made a high noon two then that means that uh, will kane survives which is good i'd have been pissed if if uh, he would have died in that or, or it would have been funny if Grace Kelly would have, like, closed her eyes and tried to shoot the bad guy, but accidentally shot and killed him. <laughs> you forsaked me, oh my darling. <laughs> shot me in the dick. Yeah, uh, Elmore Leonard wrote it. Scott David Carradine. Oh, Lee Majors. It's fucking Lee Majors, dude. Uh, as as Will Kane. This is something I'm definitely going to watch. Oh, it was 1980. I was uh, way off on, on the time there. But yeah, no, I'm. I should, uh, I should definitely check that out because it looks pretty good. It's interesting enough. It ain't gonna be as good as the first one. I don't know if it's real time either. But, but uh, yeah, this was a good one. This was a, a good uh, palate cleanser too, especially after the 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 shit show that was Bonnie and Clyde. This movie. Oh wait, let me see what's on. Let me see what it was on the list. It, it's like twenty. It's, in, it's pretty high on the list. It's 27 on the list. And to be honest with you, it should be on top five. I mean, like, it, easily. Uh, hell, it's, in, it's probably in my... It's probably in my top ten greatest movies of all time now. It, it, it's just that good. There's very few movies... And people can argue that this movie's not perfect because it's like, oh, he couldn't get one person to help, not one citizen wanted to help. There wasn't one crazed, uh, gun crazed. You know what I mean? There wasn't one hillbilly that would take up arms and want to shoot. You know, that a couple of young kids. There was that young kid like, I'll help, I'll shoot. You know, but there wasn't one person that would help. So, I mean, that you could say that's a plot hole, but there's very few movies that I consider to be perfect Casablanca, which is on the list, I think it's perfect. I think that that has one of the best plots probably ever written, to be honest with you, because it's just it's solid. It's a solid film. High Noon is a solid film. If you, I mean, 
you do have to kind of be a little lenient with it to the point where you're like, you have to be like, okay, fine. Nobody will help. And once you get past that, you're like, okay, cool. This is in the real time. Man, I want to watch more movies that take place in real time. Um, that, you know, maybe want to watch 24 immediately. <laughs> 24 is a show that, you know, an hour an episode, which is cool. But yeah, so this was 27. I'd put it top five. Um, we'll get we'll get Chad's opinion on it whenever he uh, gets put back together like Humpty Dumpty. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I, it's a solid film. It, it definitely is one that everyone should see. That's hands down. And uh, it's uh, Grace Kelly one of her first big films so I mean it was kind of like a launching pad to put Grace Kelly Grace Kelly <laughs> she's uh she's she's really good in the in the movie too she's her character plot her character art is really solid and uh, she even fights back. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. She even fights back. Even when, so after she kills the first guy, I wish she would have just been like bam bam just went fucking crazy. You know what I mean? That would have been cool. But um, she fights. You know, she fight, uh, fights Frank Miller, which was really cool. She was like, ah, bam, and gave him the clear shot. Really awesome. I really like that. That's and see, that's what I'm saying. You can do that, like the whole um, strong female character in every movie. The reason that feels so pandering, and the the reason that that feels so forced, is because of course women are strong, and of course, you know, the, like the, the, it's not weird to think that women can be uh, uh, the main characters of films or action stars or anything, because they are in real life. There's just like there's women soldiers who are fucking heroes because they're laying their life down on the line just like men do. It, it's not weird or crazy to think that they can be. It's when you put those women into... Uh, it, it's, it's, it, you know, it's like um, uh, making Spider-Man into a female. Or making Superman. It's like turning Superman into a woman. Being like, okay, now Superman's going to be played by Queen Latifah. <laughs> and that's it is what it is you're racist if you think that's weird it's like that's you're racist and sexist it's a double whammy there because it's queen latifah it's not that that's so crazy it's just that you can't take a character that's already been established you know that's a male character uh, i think people would just take offense to that i don't to be honest with you it doesn't make me that mad like if they wanted to make superman black or as long as he's still male, I mean, like don't take don't take Superman away from us men. We need him, okay? <laughs> we need Superman. It was everybody's first favorite superhero. We all love him. He's invincible. Lois Lane. He gets to smash Lois Lane. You know what I mean? It's it, he's our hero, dude. So don't take him away from us, please. Don't take the girl. <laughs> Don't take the Superman. There's been a lot of singing in this episode. I just realized that. A lot of singing. Might do a musical episode at some point. Like every... 
Those are the worst of every TV show when they do a musical episode. Those are the worst episodes. <laughs> Easily. Easily the worst episodes. But uh, I'd like to... To be honest with you, you know, it's... it's. I probably would have more to say if this movie was, was bad. But I, I, I mean, to keep going and reiterating and, and just kind of get re- it gets redundant if I keep going on and on and on about it because it is it's a hundred it's a hundred out of a hundred it's ten out of ten it's a five out of five it's two stars up it's fantastic so um i think that's a good place to end the episode um i would like to uh like to end it with my favorite song uh, I don't. I don't know what the, like the copyright issue. I think if I sang it, if I sang it by myself, I don't know if there's a copyright issue on that or or not. But uh, I'm willing to take the chance. I'm willing to take the chance that uh. You know what I mean? It. it, it oh God! This is the. Gra- I want this song played at my funeral. Do not forsake me, oh my darling, on this wedding day. You know what was weird? Uh, she didn't have any, well, he didn't have any family there either, and she didn't have any family. Do you think he raised her and then married her? <laughs> when <laughs> that's, a, that's a good conspiracy theory, actually, for this, uh, for, for this film, is that he raised her. She was an orphan. Maybe he killed... You know what would have been crazy? Frank Miller killed her family. And uh, Will Kane... This is my conspiracy theory. Will Kane stopped Frank uh, from killing her family. Or no, from killing her. He killed her family. And then he took her in, raised her, and then married her when she turned 21. Makes makes the film a lot uh, creepy. Makes it it very creepy, actually. (laughs) That's what I think happened. That's what we're gonna. That's canon now that I said that. forsake me, oh my darling. Hold on, my favorite part. Hold on. This is my favorite part right here. Oh, to be torn, twist love and duty. Supposing I lose my fair hair beauty. Look at my big hand move along. Near in my noon. In prison, that it be my life for his. I'm afraid, I'm afraid of death, but oh, what will I do if you leave me? My darling. Daughter, bride. <laughs> I don't know. I think I made it too creepy. That's a that's a very creepy uh, way of thinking about this movie. <laughs> they didn't have anybody there. They didn't have any family at the wedding. Which you know, like he says that he's like, we don't do a traditional wedding because she's a Quaker or whatever. Um, that's a creepy thing to think about, though. Is that he raised her and then married her? I mean, it's the old west. You know what I mean? That's actually why John Wayne wouldn't do the film. Is he was like, this is this is bullshit. He should have raised her so that he could have married her. Like that's called grooming. That's not called grooming. That's called being, uh, being a western western Yellowstone. 
<laughs> Anytime anything Western happens, everybody's got to bring up Yellowstone. <laughs> Yellowstone. Oh, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Chad will be back, hopefully soon. We'll, we'll see. Um, but I, I appreciate everybody listening to the uh, Million Movie Men. We have fun doing them. It's, it's fun, especially when, when the epi- when the movies are this good. I love it when to find, like, like, like All About Eve. Never would have watched that if it wasn't for this movie just because, you know, they, they, they just get passed over. So it's because there's just so much content out and people are just shoving and pushing shit out left and right, good or bad. So it's nice to go back and, and watch some films that... Um, like this film, it's so original that it's cliche now. Do you know what I mean? Like that's awesome. It's like one of those... It's one of the first films to do the thing that it's doing. So it's so original it feels cliche. I love that. I love that about... Uh, watching these old films like that. So, we, yeah, we, we really enjoy doing them. I really enjoy it. I mean, really nice to, to get this list done and uh, move on to just, like, some crazy, stupid shit and watch weird... <laughs> like, you know, just watch crazy films, you know? Maybe you guys can uh, send us some recommendations on some, like, like unknown, like, good or bad films that we can watch after we do the top 100 list uh, or maybe we can do a special presentation on it but yeah just uh just we, we appreciate you guys listening and uh yeah next week uh is christmas next it will be it'll be a christmas episode so we'll be doing it's a wonderful life oh another james stewart film oh wait is this the third film with james stewart in it no 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 it's the third uh, hitchcock film. yeah but yeah, so thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cody Stevens. You take me, oh my darling. You made a promise. Oh shit, I'm, I skipped it. Wait. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. Although you're grieving, I won't be leaving. The lyrics are wrong. (laughs) Such a good song.